What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcements. Every Friday, we have the Uptown Whittier Farmer's Market located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Looking for some live entertainment, some live theater? Well, our Whittier Community Theater is putting on Death Trap by Ira Levin on February 15th. Oh, well, those days are already passed, but this upcoming weekend, February 22nd and 23rd at 8 p.m. and on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. And also next weekend, March 1st and 2nd at 8 p.m. at the Whittier Community Theater, 7630 Washington Avenue. Join the Whittier Chamber of Commerce and Alondra Hot Wings for their ribbon cutting. This will be Thursday, February 28th at 4 p.m. Where is the new Alondra, you may ask? At 13205 Whittier Boulevard, Unit 8, right across the way from Jack's. I totally encourage everybody to come out to this ribbon cutting. I always love attending the ribbon cuttings put on by the Chamber of Commerce. They're always a lot of fun. There's usually some free food, some free networking. So don't forget to bring your business cards and get ready to meet some cool people in the community. All right, everybody. So I shared with you that I just took this amazing Valentine's Day cooking class at the Knotted Apron taught by Chef George Caldera. It was a lot of fun, you know, um, it's BYOB, so you can, you know, enjoy, have a great time. But also, I wanted to share with you his next class on February 27th at 7 p.m. is Italian cooking. So the tuition is $65, and with that, you'll learn how to make stuffed mushrooms with Italian sausage and kale, a champagne caprese salad, a brown butter gnocchi with spinach and chicken, And due to the time restraint, you won't be able to make the gnocchi dumplings in the class or from scratch. So, but still, you know, be exciting. And red wine macerated strawberries. So again, I'm going to include the link down in the description below. Super excited. You guys should really check out this Italian night. Um, I think I saw another event. I'm going to read it out for you. All right. Looks like the next event. Oh, this looks fun. Is a steakhouse class on March 7th at 7 p.m. The tuition, again, is $65. So on the menu, you have a tomato salad or tomato salad, roasted potatoes with infused garlic chili oil, pan-seared asparagus with lemon butter, steak, and you'll be basting that with thyme, rosemary, and butter, and a flambe with seasonal fruit. All right, if you don't know how to baste, um, first of all, you want to go and learn how to baste. If you don't know how to make compound butters, you're definitely going to want to go to learn how to make the lemon butter. And if garlic chile oil interests you, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to learn how to make that. So George is awesome. Tell him what's up Woodier sent you, and I hope you enjoy. Join J2 Architects as they present their series, Homeowners Did You Know, on March 2nd at 9 a.m. Homeowners, did you know that as of January 2017, you can now add a second unit on your property? You can rent the smaller second unit while you live in your primary home. Then, when you no longer need the space in your primary home, you can rent it out and move into the smaller second unit. J2 Architects is hosting an upcoming workshop on second units. Call or text 562-522-0056 if you would like more information and to get the address to RSVP. 
Now, as you heard in our last episode, you'll be able to check out the Hillcrest Festival of Fine Arts this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The hours Friday and Saturday are 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday from 11.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Again, this will be at Hillcrest Church, where the festival is hosted at 2000 West Road, La Habra Heights. And if you didn't quite hear in the last episode where exactly Hillcrest Church is located... If you can imagine the Whitwood Center, you have Santa Gertrudez that goes straight to the Whitwood. Well, if you head north on Santa Gertrudez, that turns into West Road. And once you kind of go around a corner, you'll see Hillcrest Church on the right-hand side. And also, there, was, there will be shuttle parking. So I believe they said that's um, at Lucerna High School. So again, if you try going to Hillcrest and there is not enough parking, you could probably have better luck going down to Lucerna, again, for their shuttle parking. Looks like that's all I have for you this week in our community corkboard announcements. If you'd like to send us anything, please email Christine at whatsupwoodier.com and I'll be sure to get that up here because I do them. Don't forget to follow our social media. Follow What's Up Whittier if you don't already on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can find us at What's Up Whittier. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and downloading. And thank you for subscribing, too. We really appreciate all of the support. And, uh-oh, my phone just vibrated. But that's just how it goes, right? Um, turn it on silent. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast, listening to it, and subscribing. You can follow me, Producer Christine, at The Singing Moon on Instagram. You can go to my website, ChristineSingerLuna.com. You can check out my LinkedIn. Just, I don't know. Just kidding. I just saw my LinkedIn a second ago. That's why I was like on the brain. Um, you can follow Jesse and Remo for Jesse the Architect. You can go to J2 Architects on all social media platforms. That is his firm. And you can also follow Remo the Realtor at Remo the Realtor on everything, RemoTheRealtor.com. Um, you can definitely Google either companies and you'll get their phone numbers and you can just ask to speak to Remo if you're looking to buy or sell or call Jesse if you're looking to expand or, you know, remodel a second unit. Thank you so much, everybody, once again for supporting. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. So I have a friend here with me. Can you tell everybody about our little surprise? Hi everybody, what's up Whittier? This is Scarlett from Scarlet and the Fever. Make sure you tune in to the end of this episode for a sneak peek of our new single, Waiting on a Sunday, coming out this Sunday, February 24th. Check it out. Thank you, Scarlett. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up? What's up, Whittier? Dun da da da! Yes. Yeah, it's me, producer Christine, back for round two. That's right. We replaced Remo. Remo's officially out. Well. Or maybe we got to vote him in. Vote him back in somehow. Vote him back in? Like. Okay, well, we do have a quorum here, so there are two. (laughs) (laughs) Scarlett, you could be a... I've never met the guy, but yes, let's get him back in. That's what I was going to say. We'll let the audience kind of vote him in or something. Oh, or yeah, actually, the audience can definitely vote him in. (laughs) Send Um, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, we're going to have a poll on the Instagram. (laughs) Let Remo back in, and then you guys decide. We should do that just for... for, When he sees it, you're like... What the hell are these guys doing? You know? uh, oh, you, okay. I'll do it yeah. like after we record. So if you guys are watching on Instagram, <laughs> make sure that you follow our poll. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Hey, Jesse. So um, how? Yeah. So how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It's it's uh, 
it's a rare or strange day. I mean, it started nice and sunny and yeah. warm, and then out of nowhere, the clouds kind of rolled in, and it, the wind started picking up, and I'm like, man, what's going on? I feel like I went to, like, a different, you know, uh, state or country because that weather just changed over, I mean. Yeah, I got a little chilly. A couple minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, with that said, Christine, who do we have today? We have a very, very special guest. We have Ms. Scarlett Bray of Hello. Scarlett and the Fever. Hello. What's up, Whittier? Welcome, what, what? welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a theme song. We hey. do. Yeah. We just put it in post. We'll put a little jingle together for you. There. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's officially recorded, so you can't back so out now. I can't now. back out now. No. It's a legally binding contract, and uh, you're set. Fair enough. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so... Uh, I get, so we're on Instagram too. So for those that are following on Instagram, if you guys have any questions for our guest, um, go ahead and type them out, and we'll read them out uh, towards the end. And uh, with that said, uh, welcome and Thank introduce you. yourself. Yeah. So I've actually met Christine about two years ago when she first started her podcast adventure, um, and she was so sweet. She reached out to me. I don't even remember how actually. We so. Well, you know Cruz. I know Cruz. That's so, right. Yeah, so Cruz and I worked together on Dr. Odyssey, and uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's how we how linked up. Went. And then you were in our, it was like, well, I don't know, women, emp- it was a women empowerment thing before the Women's March, that's, you know, yeah. which is interesting which if you is think about it. Like, You're in the women's circle. You were circle. revolutionary. We, we were, <laughs> I don't know how dumb, I was going to say we empowered women before that, but it's like, that's so dumb. How, how old are we? We're, no, never mind, just kidding. We're young enough. This all yeah, we're gonna have. But anyway, uh, yes, you were on the podcast, Doctor Odyssey, yes. and we talked to. And it's so cool, um, you know, since I've been your Facebook friend, I've been able to see so much has happened in two years. Yes, definitely, so um, much growth, a lot of growth, mm-hmm. personal, professionally, Absolutely. that I've been able to see, which has been like yeah. awesome. Um, starting from Night Rhythm to now, your new music Thank that's you. coming yes. out. I'm really excited. I was actually playing that all day today, so oh, I have you're it stuck so in my sweet. head. Thank you um, so much. And uh, so yeah, so. Tell us a little bit. I mean, I know how you started, right? Yeah. Um, but you're a Whittier local, so maybe yes. talk a, bit, a little bit about that and your yeah. love for music. So and- I definitely was born and raised in Whittier. And, uh, you know, I guess it. my career kind of just started here, and so I stayed here and um, have a studio that I've been renting out for the past five years, a music studio where my band rehearses and we've recorded um, an EP and a full-length album, which was when I was here last time. I was promoting our first album, which came out in 2016. It was called Soul Ready. And um, so now, you know, fast forward, we've got two years under our belt, two years of songwriting and emotional experience. And so we have new music coming out, and that's why I'm here to talk about our new song that's coming out this Sunday. Um really cool kind of little different vibe than what we usually play we kind of started off it's it's been a journey we started off as like a motown uh fusion band and i had two beautiful girls up there and we did choreography and and then we got a different keyboard player and the sound changed and became more of like a soul jazzy reggae fusion and it's just been really cool because each time a new member comes to the band they bring a new flavor they bring a new style and we've really kind of found our sound i feel like and this next album was produced by john avila who's an awesome producer he's actually um 
he was the bass player from Oingo Boingo. Oh, nice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for many years. I saw Oingo Boingo at the Hollywood Bowl. When oh, they oh, cool. Yeah, man, cool. they're awesome. And he's awesome. He's just a seasoned musician. I mean, on top of all that, he produced Real Big Fish. He's done... Um, I can't even think right now. Oh, He's done awesome. so much great music, and he he records out of his beautiful home in San Gabriel. So we were linked with him um, through our manager, Ray, and he um, has been working with us since April to create this new music. And it's been a really cool experience because our first album was self-produced. And when I say that, I mean the my friend who was recording us, his name is Robbie Sukazian, he would come, he'd bring all his gear up the two flights of stairs to take him to my studio. We'd spend an entire day working, and then he'd take everything down and and come Carry back. It yeah, it was just, it oh, was man. such a... That, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except I come up five flights, know, five flights of stairs. Pulling out all your stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he... He believed in the project, and he himself was working on, on his own um, sound engineering skills. So it was self-produced in the sense that we did it all by ourselves, you know. Um, this super grassroots. Super grassroots. Oh, yeah, and you can hear it in the album, too. Now, of course, now that I've gone two years ahead from there and listening to the new music that's been produced, um, you can hear a difference. But there's there's something about it that gives it that organic feel and you know i i know going back in time how hot the room was when we were <laughs> recording the instruments and our drummer at the time yeah. you know he wasn't he didn't believe in playing with a click track he kind of was i'm gonna play the way i feel it and so it was cool it's, it's captured and it's raw and i'm very proud of that work and that's up on spotify and all those things but this next set of work obviously is more mature i've learned a lot um um, and working with John Avila as a, as a producer is really kind of helps you listen to things differently. And um, I'm just excited for, for what it's going to do. That's Ooh, so awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you sh- went straight into, obviously, music. Um, you're, you're an artist. You're, yeah. you're a musician. Um, what specifically do you do in the band? Okay. So my ro- main role in the van- band is the lead singer. And then I also play keys, keyboards. Not all the time. I have a regular uh, accompanist who actually has been my friend since high school. He went to Lucerna High School with me, another Whittier, Whittier, Whittier kid. Whittier yeah. Wright. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> so so he plays keys as well when I'm not. But I, I do that. Um, I've also had to pick up percussion sometimes, you know, and kind of play the djembe or the conga or... Most recently, I started trying to play a little bit more melodica and guitar. So really, whatever. I write all the lyrics. Nice. Yeah, nice. I write all the lyrics and um, kind of make the make the ship go. Cause put it all together. Put it right? all together. Make sure everyone knows when rehearsal is. You know, nice. it's been a it's been an experience learning how to manage a band. You know. And I know we're talking about band uh, in terms of the band you have right now. So, roughly, how big is your band, and, and what are, what makes up your band in terms of instruments? Okay, so we have um, we're actually expanding our horn section, but we usually have sax, we have guitar, we have drums and bass, two keyboards, and now we've added a trombone and soon to be a trumpet player. Wow. And I had a friend of mine who used to sing with me. We had a, a couple, like I said, I used to have two girls who used to sing with me. So it's cool. It's it kind of is 
It's almost like a big band. Oh, yeah. It's all a, constantly evolving, yeah. too, you know? Whatever nice. we've got, we make it work. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I like that you said that, that you're, once somebody joins a band, that it kind of goes in a different form. And and like that because you're you're being fluid, right? You're kind of yeah. adapting to what everybody brings to the table, or in this case, to the band. Um, and it becomes unique, and it becomes Absolutely. you, and and it's different than than the other bands that are around, right? So yeah, um, I, I know you mentioned that you guys do some kind of um, you mentioned reggae and you mentioned yeah. the ska. I mean, those are almost two that that kind of go together but in a way they won't mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so it's kind of cool that you're saying you know you got all these kind of different uh or, yeah like fusion right so, so you make it work definitely yeah so in terms of like the band like um i know you say you 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 put your last album together two years ago mm-hmm. um how long have you been doing this for we okay i started this project in january what was five years ago Oh, so five years ago. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 2014. Yeah, I started the project, and I was... <laughs> it was one of these things where... I don't know. I think I've always been a performer. I've always been a singer. My earliest memory as a little girl was, like, looking at the TV, watching Michael Jackson, you know, accept his Grammy Award, and just kind of feeling like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Something about it was calling to me, mm-hmm. the, the performing. Not so much the Grammy Award, although mm. I wouldn't turn that down. But just, <laughs> the, just you know, the being a performer, being on stage. It's yeah. like I knew when I was a little girl that that was what I was going to do. Wow. And I did it my entire life. So I finally came to the point five years ago, you know, I had been, I had gone to college. I had studied classically. I had always studied classical piano. I was teaching. I was I was big musical theater buff, especially when I was in high school. I did all the musical theaters. I choreographed musicals. And I kind of had that, that, oh, maybe I'll go to New York someday and do Broadway. But it didn't happen that way. And so I was kind of in this place where I needed to perform. I needed a space to sing my own music and be my own person and not, you know, be okay to be the spotlight yeah. and be the center. And so I said, well, I guess I have to start my own band. <laughs> and so I did five years ago. Problem yeah. solved. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. And it's right. been a really wild ride for sure. Nice. So nowhere in high school or like or, or growing up did you ever have a or form a band or be part of a band? So or? I started when I was 13 years old. Again, more Whittier. It always <laughs> comes back to Whittier. <laughs> always comes back to Whittier. So I have a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Catherine. <laughs> And we were dancing together at Clayley's Dance Academy. That down the street. Was, yeah, down the street. Nice. That's what that was where I started dancing. And I remember that day the teacher had put on Beatles. And we were doing... The music. Yeah, Beatles music. Yeah. And we were doing our point work at the bar with our point shoes on and doing our pleas and stuff to, to the Beatles, which was cool. So I'm singing along to the Beatles song. And my friend Catherine's behind me. She goes, you know the Beatles we were young, so, and, I mean, this is, like, circa, you know, early millennium, so if you know the beat, all the words to a Beatles song, you obviously know something about music. So I said, yeah, and she said, oh, well, you know, I have a family band, and we play the St. Bruno's Carnival, you know, and we play all kinds of Beatles stuff, and do you ever want to come and sing? So I did. I went to her house, and she lived over here off Mar Vista, and her dad is the drummer, and her... 
her, I don't know if you guys know the Olmos family, but they're... Oh, Patrick Olmos. Patrick Olmos. Oh, I went to... See, yeah, it I went to school. Always back, back to, to Whittier. <laughs> yeah, I went to yeah, I went to school. That, Patrick, yeah. cool. he he played the sax, mm-hmm. and so yeah, the whole family, the whole family. So shout so, out to the almost family. Shout out to we the gotta almost give them a family. Shout out for sure. Um, but that's kind of how it started. And I went for the first rehearsal, and they're like, "Okay, the only thing we're missing is a bass player." And at the time, my brother was a place bass player, and he, my brother's two years older than me. So I said, "Oh, well, let me bring my brother in." So that. That started my band journey. That's the Eastridge band. That's the like Eastridge Whittier band. Classic. Every year you will see us at the St. Bruno's Carnival on Sunday. That is our like main stage. Were you part of their, um, I think I was probably at Panera or Rockies. They had like a cork board and they had a band. Like that oh. they would perform at weddings and stuff. Were oh, you part cool. of that? No. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. never mind. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, and, well, I know for sure I saw Patrick in the picture. I was like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a fantastic yeah. sax player. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you did that, obviously, So that's up. kind of, that's how I started. That was my only, like, band experience. And and, it, and that's a totally different singing because I'm, I'm a choir girl. You know, I was in middle school choir, high school choir, college choir. It's a very different type of singing. And so it was cool to have that experience. I'll never forget my first solo they gave me was Angel Baby by Rosie and mm-hmm. the Originals. And I think I was like 13, and this was my first time ever having to sing a solo into a microphone. And my voice was shaking. I was so nervous. You know, but yeah, that's that's what kind of got me used to microphone singing. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's very different than choral yeah. or classical Absolutely, and 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 also performing with a band is different too because yeah, you got more people. Yeah, all gotta kinds be of energies to balance, and yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow, wow! But the whole kind of musician side of things, obviously, you you felt it growing up. Um, you mentioned that you went to school uh, for that. Uh, I guess what do you do? Is is uh, being a musician kind of? Your professional it's my gig, life. or or do you have something? Other? No, that's it. That's it. It, it. So I was very. It's all or nothing. Very very lucky. My mother, rest in power, she was a teacher, and she taught at Benton Middle School over there in La Mirada uh, for many years, and she also used to teach catechism classes at St. Bruno. I'm just I'm just like name dropping Whittier. I know. Like Are you a local or what? Now. I love it. No, I. <laughs> she knows everybody. I feel like this is like what a conversation sounds like with me, though. Yeah. Like I love it. Yeah. I love your local status. You're, you're my favorite. Where you're from is everything. But anyway, so so she was the one who told me when I was about 16. You know, baby girl. You know, you can drive now, but catches. I'm not gonna be paying. You can have my car, but you're gonna have to pay for the own gas and everything in it. What are you gonna do? And you're 16 years old, what are you going to do? So I put an ad in the penny saver and started advertising for piano lessons. I give piano lessons. So I started teaching when I was 16. Wow. And so now, you know, many years of private teaching under my belt. I've taught um, I've taught at uh, Meadow Green Elementary for a good year, which is another Whittier Elementary School. Um, yeah, so I've been teaching for a long time. What I do today is I am the children's choir director for the Braille Institute. So I have a choir of about 16 to 20 visually impaired or blind students. And um, that that job has been a blessing, another Whittier connection. Um, I started off as their accompanist through a mutual Whittier friend, and now I'm the director. 
So wow. that's congratulations. What I, thank you. I'm I'm so blessed because I get to do what I love every day, and I mean, what more? What more do you need? Yeah, like <laughs> you they know? say when it, when you love what you do is not a job; it's actually uh, uh, something you enjoy. And, yeah. And you do it with all your your passion, yeah, essentially. Definitely um, throw yourself oh, into. Oh man, it. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And again, you're here locally. I mean, locally meaning you're like literally right around the corner. Literally, from my yeah, I walked here. And uh, <laughs> she caught some foot traffic there, but it was okay. It was got a little she, crazy. She walked around everything. Um, let's talk about the the like the local area. I mean, um, where have you performed? Uh, where would you like to perform? Um, if there's anybody out there listening, who Ugh. and how who should they? Who do they contact they, you yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'll address that first because we're hungry for work. <laughs> you know, um, albums are expensive and, um, you know, most of, most of it is paid from my own pocket and whatever the band collects, we, we agree to take half of it and put it towards our projects. So, um, yeah, we're, if you're interested in booking us, Scarlet and the fever at gmail.com is the best way to reach us. And we're also on Instagram, Scarlet and the fever, Scarlet with two T's. Um, my mom named me after O'Hara. So the two T's are essential. There you go. <laughs> it's a trademark. That, yeah. It's what yeah. separates you from everybody else. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've, we've performed locally in Whittier quite a bit. Our biggest is the um, Dia de los Muertos Festival that okay. they do every year. I'm really yeah. very good friends with um, with Casita del Pueblo and the whole team over there. So they've invited us to play. Gosh, I think it's like five years in a row we've played there. Uh, we've played at Turnbull Tavern. would love to go back. We have played at Steve's Barbecue. Always a fun time. We were actually just there a couple, night, uh, a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, we just showed up and did a little did a couple songs um we've also done played at sage it's been a while since we played at sage but um definitely performed around a lot in downtown la as well and we've started moving more out towards santa Ana, long beach um anywhere we'll go anywhere we just want to play you just want to play for those obviously you just mentioned your band name but for those that have not listened to your music um uh where can they where can they listen to your music Okay, so on um, Scarlet and the Fever, you can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple Music, on YouTube, on all of, all the major platforms. You type our name and you'll find us. Out of all the out of all the songs you've put together, what is your your pre- preferred song? Your favorite song? Of all of the songs? Yeah. Like if somebody's gonna go and search. You know, Spotify, one of those yeah. for your for that one song yeah. that you say. Man. They're gonna look for something for you. Something for you is the title of the song. I was gonna say for me. Yeah. How do you how do you know what I like? <laughs> exactly, exactly. What it's one of my favorite songs. We have a music video out actually. Oh nice. Um, and and we're working on more visuals and more music videos with these new songs. Um, you know, but the something for you. You can find that video on YouTube, and that song is important to me because I wrote every piece of it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that's what you said earlier too that you're you're the the songwriter also. So you write all the lyrics to the to the songs. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? I mean, is that something that you naturally kind of yeah. gravitated towards? I've always or? been a writer. Oh, really? I've always been a writer and I always um done well in writing in school. I got to like write speeches for graduations and stuff and I don't know. I don't know. Um my brother's also a writer, so and maybe my mother was a writer. 
I think it just comes from being a very deep thinker. Mm. <laughs> I think very deeply, and actually writing things out helps me kind of, you know. I'm a, I'm the, I'm gonna have to bring you along with me everywhere I go because I I hate writing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe that's why you're not a writer. Then they used to call them scribes. They were called scribes. Oh yeah. If you were, if because not everyone used to know yeah, how to exactly. write. Exactly. So, so I'm gonna be like. <laughs> Can you help me, you know, write everything down I'm saying? Oh, like if you have to write a report or something? Or no, just when I, when I have to write things, it's like we're having a conversation, like in this case, you right. know, like, but I need to make notes. Like, can you write my notes? Okay, but you're yeah, probably that's very not good the secretary. With, he's probably very good with numbers. You know, yeah, but it's a whole, for me, it's, it's a whole fact of having to, see, I got lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I with the computer like mm-hmm. it's so easy for I'm quick on the keyboard. I mean right. you'll see smoke coming out of the key, keyboard <laughs> if I type. Um, but I think that made me lazy in the sense of uh, you know trying to write things now. Yeah. Because I know it's gonna take me longer to write it by hand than by a computer. I start pushing it off. Sure. Um, so anyways, that's so you don't write because it's inefficient, but it'd be more efficient to have a scribe. There you go. <laughs> if she's quick, that's or you're hired. <laughs> Scarlet the scribe. Scarlet the scribe. Why? Why do all my notes you know, look like they're songs? It's so like, <laughs> <laughs> like music. Notes. It's so <laughs> funny because I just thought of something. I was very fast typer, like before, because my brother, my my brother, my dad was like first to kind of learn computer technology when in the 70s when it happened my dad was a musician my dad was a keyboard player an organist wow. he was in the um air force marching band he played yeah, just oh, complete wow. musician so well, the first two things he taught us to do were to play piano and to type on a keyboard no and way. this was oh, i mean i was born funny. in 88 so like you know that was cool i was three and i could type so when i was in grade school people used to to give me their paperwork to type so that they could get it finished faster uh-huh. and get a Funny. better grade. So I've been a scribe all my life. <laughs> You've been a hustler, it sounds Gosh. like, your whole life. Cool. cool. Well, yeah. uh, it's like, why Why are the keyboards, why when you're typing on the on the typewriter, does it sound like you're playing music? Huh. Like, <laughs> like, that's just me. I'm talented It's all rhythms, man. It's all yeah, percussion. That's right. that's right. So you sent, you mentioned something interesting. So your brother plays an instrument and your dad played an instrument. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever played together? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Well, the Eastridge band. Oh, was is that what it me was? Me and my brother would play bass, and my dad would come and play piano, and he no sings. Way. My dad sings in church choir at St. Bruno's. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. And when me and my brother sings, they, it's something about singing with your sibling. The harmonies lock in like you can't mm. believe. Really? Yeah. He's my favorite person to sing with. Cause no we way. just we'll just be doing a thing and I'll just know what note to go and he'll know the other note to go and it's yeah. just bam, you know. No he way. He actually recorded on our new on our new music. No way. Yeah, because we were kind of in a transition, didn't have a, uh, an official bass player and so I wanted to record these songs but I didn't want to just give them to any bass player, you know, they're my babies. So I asked my brother Hey, we come record these songs. So he's on all six songs that we'll be releasing over the next few months. Nice, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And does he currently play in your band? Or no. Is, no, no. He just at the time once in a while he comes in. Yeah, and, he said, you know, let me do it. And yeah, he had yeah. a great time. He had fun. 
Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. You, you guys, I mean, does, is that where you think you get kind of influence into or or kind of push towards music because of your family? Like, Definitely. Well, my brother was the reason why I started learning about reggae music. Hmm. You know, actually, my brother, any music he had, I immediately wanted to know what it was because I had him on such a pedestal when we were Usually growing up. older sibling. Yeah, you know, it's the cool stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. And he would come home later from school. He had like, there was like a half hour gap where I would be by myself. And in that half hour gap, I would go in his room and like grab his CDs and listen to his songs real quick and then put them all back before he'd get home. So he yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just silly. But, but um, so yeah, he definitely influenced my whole love with reggae music and because he listened to it at a very young age. And uh, my dad, you know, exposed us to everything. 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 Yes. Saturday mornings, I'd wake up, and there'd already be music playing, whatever it was, classic rock, jazz, Latin jazz. Uh, Is there anything that from back then that sparks up memories? You're like, man, I used to love this one song when they were when I was playing at you know, oh. high volume. Oh, well, I used to love when he'd put the Doors Elliot Woman album oh, nice. on. That was always fun. Michael Jackson would be fun. He would pick up my brother and one and me and the other, and we would just... Moonwalk across the floor? Dance around, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he used to always play that. I seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied. From Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the band Yes. Mm. Nice. This is crazy. Crazy Latin or classic rock lover. It's funny because I, I I like music. I'm not a big music kind of guy where mm-hmm. like I'm I'm out there searching for the new album or the next big thing. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember when I was a kid. Again, I was born in the '80s also, and and I had a friend of mine whose older brother had the Beatles. I mean, this guy collected album uh, Beatles albums oh, like crazy. Cool. And so we would always be listening to Beatles, and like my uncles and cousins were like, "What the hell are you listening to? You're like you're like young to be listening to stuff, you know." But man, we got so much like so into it that like we were watching the music videos when they had them at that Mm -hmm. time. We were going to the public library and checking out like these tapes of the Beatles and like, Like, did you watch Hard Day's Night? Yeah, like love it. Everybody's like, "What the hell are you watching, man?" And like, "Are you sure you got the right one?" You know, like, "Yeah, you don't know what this (laughs) is." These kids in East LA, yeah, yeah, East LA, like. What are you doing with this song? Like, anyway, so <laughs> yep. at that time it was so cool that you're you're listening to something. It was really good music. Yeah. And now I play it uh, when I play it, and I play it for my kids. And oh. my 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 son gets it. Like like he'll listen to a song and and he, well, I'll play it again, and he'll be like, "Oh, that's a Beatles," you know. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm glad you're kind of oh, catching up." My up. daughter's like, "Eh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> you should play Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. She would like that one. Oh, maybe. that's a good. It's one. like a fun. So, but it's funny because my daughter is more music. She she goes towards music. She loves to sing. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, she's only five, but mm-hmm. but she she'll get in there and she'll hear a song and she'll start singing it. Um, but to say that she's like um, starts following or recognizing certain like bands or, or not yet, or, not yet. Yeah, she'll, she'll just go after a song and she'll pick it up and start going with it as not long yet. as it's kind of it sounds. Nice or good. Or so good. my biggest fan is my five-year-old nephew, nice. Elijah. And so they've—I mean—they've been playing my music for him since he was a baby. So he—I always say he's my biggest fan because the minute we put the song on, he'll—he's a drummer. He's too. cranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a drummer too. So he'll make it. 
you know, into it. They start banging. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah, they start recognizing. You're like, five more years, kid, and you're going to be in the band. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why wait five? Give, you know. He's got to re- reach. Yeah. Could be sooner. Yeah, he's, he's funny. No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so what else? I mean, you talk about the band and you talk about music. Yeah. What kind of music do you um, like? If you were to focus on something that you love, what would be that that type of music? I mean, is there anything you gravitate towards? It it changes, it transitions. Uh, this is funny because I took a little hike up Trimble today. And I was listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. I have a whole bunch of songs that they've done together. I think, I think I'm a I'm a I'm a jazz ballad singer at heart. Hmm. I think I love the, I love I love jazz. I'm and I think our music really, especially now with the players that I have, it fuses jazz into everything. So our hmm. ska, which actually ska is. Very jazzy in nature. Mm -hmm. But our ska has a totally different feel than any other ska band that I've heard. And I think it it works. You know, it's got a different kind of jazzy, like, mm, soulful yumminess to it. So, but I think I'm I'm a jazzer. And that's kind of cool because, like, like jazz, blues, like uh, all that, you know, has almost, I mean, you're performing as an artist, but... But that almost takes it to another level. Like you're, it, it's an extra performance if that makes sense. Yeah. Like because you're you're moving with with the lyrics. You're 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 kind of in a sense almost dancing. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and and it <laughs> almost takes you to a different place. I think, which is why I think you see more jazz clubs mm-hmm. than a ska club. Right. <laughs> sure. That's a great point. And I'm like, man, because I same thing. I, I like I like jazz music and. Mm-hmm. And just the uh, the mood you get into, it just feels right. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Uh, but anyways, with that said, I know you talked about your first album that was released, mm-hmm. um, and then you have another album that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about a little bit about how, I guess, when is it being released, and then yeah. what it's it? I don't know. Can you describe it? Is yeah. A way to describe. So so our we have a single that I'm releasing this Sunday. Sunday, February 24th. It'll be available on all the major platforms. And the name of that song is Waiting on a Sunday. Nice. Hence, it's coming out on a Sunday. <laughs> and that song, um, when we wrote it, it was actually a very unique style for us and kind of started paving the way for the for the direction our music has started to go, which is more of this neo-soul, very jazz-infused reggae vibe. Um so the, the song that will be released on Sunday, I, w- I would probably categorize it as an R&B soul song. Mm-hmm. And it was written on a day. It was like 105 degrees. Okay, in, like in July? Yeah. I remember, I probably remember the exact week, like the first week oh, of July gosh, or something. Oh, gosh, it was horrible. But this would have been, this would have been 2016. Uh, this would have been 2000, before... Um, my mom had passed away. Mm-hmm. I was just going through a really hard time. I was going through a really bad breakup. And it was literally the only thing I had to look forward to that week was rehearsal with the band. It was like it was like my, oh, I just can't wait to, yeah, get, to get to Sunday. I had so much to get out, you know. And so we're all sitting up there in my, in my studio. Everyone's in a good vibe. Um, and the keyboardist, JR, he just starts playing these chords. And it just came so naturally, the words, the the vibe. And I think the whole idea of the song is just 
um, just kind of waiting, waiting to, um, waiting to feel whole again, waiting to, to calm down again, waiting to exhale, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, and the hook of the song is sitting home alone, but I'd rather be with you on a Sunday. Mm. So, you know, Sundays are great days. Sundays, I think, are. Yeah, Sunday's cool because it's either the beginning of the week or the end of the week, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, I don't know. Sunday. No, Waiting on a sense. Sunday. Makes so, sense. But, yeah. But our, but our album, which will be released later in the summer, so our next song that I'm going to release is a super hot ska song, just to totally change it up because that's, oh, nice. that's what I like to do. And that one, we're going to have a full music video. Um, spend a lot more time on the production value of that because I feel like that song's really gonna be a banger. It's nice. it's a it's a hot song. So yeah, the the new collection of music is this balance between our jazzy ska and our jazzy soul reggae. So it all it works. It works. I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> I mean, just the way you're describing it, I I, I listen to it. Um, how does that compare to the last album you released? It's pretty. It's pretty similar. I would say our last album had a little bit more funk on it than this next album, and not that, not that we don't play m- funk music. It's just the collection of songs we recorded aren't so funk heavy. So mm-hmm. other than that, it's it's pretty similar vibe. You know, like I said, I feel like we have our sound established now, so it feels good once you know what you're doing. Sometimes you're like feeling like you have to fit into the genre like mm-hmm. oh well you're a ska band therefore you have to play this or well you're a reggae band therefore, you know and it sucks because yeah. nowhere else in life are we expected to fit into any genre anymore you know where it's 2019 you can mm-hmm. be and do and say whatever you want yeah so mm-hmm. so i i'm kind of smashing those boundaries for myself and say F it, we're our own genre, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because you think about music, like, that's a creative outlet. That, yeah. that, you're doing it to, you're doing it to express yourself and you being as an, being an, an individual in a crowded sea, right. right? And then to say, well, by the way, you gotta fit in one of these kind of categories, and it's like, well, hold on, I'm, I'm, am I, aren't I going like a step back? Like, right. that does not make sense, right? You know, um, yeah. Thank you for saying it, that. It's so, so I again, I'm not a big music guy. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm following the new bands, but I did go to a uh, a documentary presentation um, out at the uh, not the Hollywood Bowl. What's the other place across uh, the way? Um, huh? The Greek Theater. The Greek Theater. Mm. Yes. Oh, sorry, the Greek theater. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Christine, get with it. Um, where they were doing a presentation or a documentary uh, on The Clash. Mm. And, uh, again, I like The Clash. It's Heck not yeah. like I'm a huge fan, but sure. I love their music. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was so cool, like, just going through, like, their struggle, their kind of upbringing, their, their history, why they did certain things. Um Right after that, I almost felt like walking out and just picking up an instrument, you know? Yeah. Like, I was motivated to That's start nice. something, you know? That's cool. Um, of course, I, I can't play the instrument. But, yeah. um, but again, it, it, that's what music and, and, and storytelling does, yeah. right? Um, is there anything for you uh, currently uh, that does that for you, like that motivates you to kind of put you in that mindset? Mm. 
Like, do you follow specific artists or or or, or maybe a specific song or something that you kind of put on and you say, you know what, this kind of puts me in that that, that zone. place. Yeah, definitely. You know who always does it for me is um, Alicia Keys. Actually, no, it's funny you say that because yeah. when you say you you sing and play piano, I'm like Alicia Keys for sure. I <laughs> uh, love her. I think. I mean, I follow her Instagram. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. she's just become very. Um, uh, she's she's just a positive thinker. Her whole mm-hmm. social media, her whole campaign is just very positive, and her music, her songwriting is actually very profound. Mm-hmm. Her lyrics are very profound, and I'm listening from a musician standpoint, you know. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I'm listening to the way that everything's produced now because it's a whole other set. It's a whole different way of listening. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, she's definitely one. Jill Scott is another. Jill Scott, oh, yeah, she's she's like poetry and music. She's mm-hmm. just she's amazing. Erica Badu, mm-hmm. obviously Ella Fitzgerald is my favorite. Um, I love Robert Glasper, is a fantastic jazz pianist, um, but also kind of like virtuoso, classically trained as well. So he's got a cool um, mesh. But yeah, you know, I'm funny too because I've gone through phases with music. Like sometimes there's one song that I want to hear over and over and over. And then most times I'll just put shuffle on Spotify <laughs> and the collection of whatever I've liked will come up. And, uh, you know, so, um, so yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, again, it's one of those things where like like in anything you're you're or not in anything, but when you're in the creative side of things, you you always kind of find or look for that inspiration to kind of motivate you to do something great. You yeah, know? Um, and, it's hard and, to feel that way sometimes yeah. too. It's because it's it's hard, you know, being a musician, having a band, is probably one of the hardest things you could do because people don't value live music like mm-hmm. they used to. And, you know, not even just that, but it's so competitive. Kind of what I was talking to you earlier mm-hmm. about. It's so saturated out there, and it's hard to stick out, like we were saying, you know. You got to you gotta have your videos going, and your social media has to constantly yeah. be going. And it's more than just, oh, let's just get the band together, and we're going to play a bunch of shows and get a bunch of fans, and it's going to be great. You know, it's, it's not... It doesn't go that way. It's strange you say that because for me, when when we started going into like when we went from CDs to MP3s, mm-hmm. um, and then the whole Napster where everybody's downloading Stilly, all this stuff, yeah. um, I, artists started complaining like, "Man, now you know I'm going to make money, you know, because <laughs> there's no album sales. Now right. I can't get the golden record or whatever they call it when you sell a bunch of, of songs or albums." Um, but I was like, man, think about it. Like, turn it around. Go back to what what artists used to do way back when, when yeah. to get revenue, which was live performances. Yeah. Like now, you're 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 having people listen to your music, download your music, and say they love it. They can't wait now to see you in person. So yeah. why not book a bunch of performances? Right. That was my thing. I always, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the artist, but, if, but yeah. Like, if it was, if it was so easy, you know, right? to get booked, that would. But be But that's great. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you said because I would think like I, if it was up to me, uh, listening to something in the car to listening to it live, mm-hmm. I'd rather have it live. 
Jesse, when was the last time you went to a concert? Um, mm. well, that's a good question. Okay. Actually, my, no, no, no. <laughs> my last concert was actually the best concert I've ever been to. Was it your kids' recital? Sorry, don't. Oh, wanna. actually, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a that was the best one. It was. I remember those lyrics too. It ought to be. <laughs> they were Christmas and uh, anyway. Um, the last one I went to was uh, I went to go see Morrissey live at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Oh, nice. nice. And oh man, talk. So that was like one of the wish lists growing up mm-hmm. that I wanted to go see him live, and I don't know where it just kind of we were. It popped up and we went. Man, it was like the best night I ever had. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think back. That was a, probably the last one I, I yeah. concert concert. Yeah, like a, like a, well, you mean a night event and stuff. Yes, yes. Well, I know that for me, whenever I swear, it's like whenever I want to go see your shows, mm-hmm. you like either I'm on of it, like I'm not in town or I can't go. Yeah. But um, when are you? Are you having any like new yeah performances? Yeah, we soon, have. Maybe? So this kind of happened last minute. Thankfully, uh, a very good friend of mine, Melanie, who <laughs> I just keep shout, shout out to shout Melanie. Out to She's Melanie been watching on the Salas. Oh, there's so my girl. Melanie. It's so funny. Me and Melanie keep running into each other. Like always in Whittier. I always see her <laughs> everywhere too. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's everywhere. So sweet. But so she's doing a uh, she's she's yoga certified, and so mm-hmm. she's expanding her yoga practice. And she's doing a yoga class. Um, with a wine component at Rev Brewery and Wine in Covina. Um, so she reached out to me, and we're going to be providing some entertainment after her yoga class at 2 o'clock. So if you want to come take the yoga class, it's $25. It goes directly towards Meld and t- to support her. She's fantastic. I've taken yoga with her before. She's great. And then you can have some wine, and you can stay, and we'll play some songs and have a little afternoon Session 2 p.m. is when we're playing in Covina. What day again? Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. The okay. day that the song releases is the day we're gonna do this. And you can obviously play the song. We're obviously gonna Absolutely. play the song. There you Will go. you play oldies? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. My you know, favorite, we have my favorite song tonight. is Night Rhythm. From okay, your first album. we'll play that one. On well, that definitely. One. You're so sweet. We'll play <laughs> that one for sure. <laughs> I'm 
a question you asked oh when was the last time you oh. and you were at a concert when was the last time i was at a concert both of you guys both of you guys oh, it couldn't have been long oh i was at uh one love cali reggae festival last weekend nice. that was a big festival that they started like five years ago in long beach and a lot of cool reggae bands played and my boyfriend's band the delirians performed no way are yeah. you yeah the delirians were at the um you like the Delirians? Uh, no, so, so I, I, he knows uh, the Delirians. No, I, I, I uh, heard them. I'm like, man, like obviously they got mm-hmm. creative on the name. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where'd nice. you hear of them? Um, I'm trying to remember where it was the last time I saw them or heard of them. Maybe I just heard it online. That's cool. Do they do they play uh, online? Uh, they're on, <laughs> they're <laughs> online. They, I mean, they they're Whittier. Uh, some of them are Whittier locals too. Oh, hold on, at Trimbles. Were they at Trimbles? I think. Have they played there before? It's either there or or I heard it online. Okay. Because, uh, uh, anyways, when I heard the name, I'm like, oh, they got creative. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they're great. They're like a funky reggae fusion themselves. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. they're they're so dope. So, but that was the last concert I was at was the One Love Cali Reggae Fest when they played. There you go, Christine. We got to book. We got to book them on on the next podcast yes, and talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, they I'm have a, an in. I, I love. I love. I know. I love reggae uh, or. I should. I like listening to reggae. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think um, I'm trying to remember the name of the band. But when I went to go watch the the Clash, they had a band there, a pretty big band that was playing. Soju. No. Wait, is that even a band? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Soja. Right? I think. Soja. Yeah. Soja. I forget the name of the band, but it was so cool because they mixed the Clash with some reggae. Oh, and interesting. And it was like 
yeah, it was mm-hmm. like different. And I'm like, man, again, talk about being creative and, and, and kind of put your own kind of twist to it. Oh, man, that was, that was some, some cool stuff. That's cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys collaborated? Yeah, actually, I used before I started my band, I sang with them. Oh, nice. I used to sing with them. I'm on a couple. I thought you said they, they should play with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, it was it's it's sweet. It's kind of how I how I met them all. They actually saw me on stage with another band that I was in. Actually, another band. Me and my brother were in yeah. when I first started, and they needed a female vocalist for a show that they were doing up in San Francisco. So nice. they looped me in, and I kind of stuck around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. But me, me and my wife, my boyfriend, make music together. He re- he's recording. He's starting his own uh, record company. Yeah, oh, and nice. he wants to start his own record label. So we have some we have some plans in the future. There you go. Mm-hmm. Building a little empire. Next podcast. There you go. There Next you yeah. podcast. <laughs> so what was the last time it. you were at a concert, Christine? You know, I've been trying to think about you know when's the last time I went to like a legit like concert concert, <clears throat> but. All I'm thinking about are all the concerts I've been to. <laughs> and, like, oh, you know, yeah. just not even my, like, you know, I saw Drake a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I really like going to Bottle Rock. It's a music festival that they have in Napa every oh, year. Oh, cool. I wasn't able to go this last year because I was working. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I've gone the first, the, the two years before that. Because it's, what I really like about that music festival is not only did I see Tom Petty literally the year before he died. Oh, my or, gosh. It was the year he died, actually. Wow. Um, a few months before he passed. May he rest in peace. Wow. Um, that was amazing, Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. I also saw like Maroon 5 there. I mm-hmm. also saw um, Cheech and Chong <laughs> smoke a uh, rib on stage before. Okay. Like they were smoking it like with the like a smoke machine. Like it was oh, crazy. They weren't smoking. No, they, they were, were smoking. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, like in a smoker, like they were baking it or cooking How it. How funny. Yeah. And then I saw um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg roll sushi there. Actually. No way. Yeah. Oh, man. It's actually cool. You guys should all... Um, uh, I think all the tickets are sold out. Or I, I probably am not going to go this called? year. What's it Bottle Rock? Yeah, Bottle oh, Rock. I've it's in Napa Valley. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That's I know. Funny. I'm trying to see if we can get some celebrity chefs in Uptown to go. Hey. <laughs> and I'll tag along with them. That's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> man. So funny. Yeah, but no, concerts are always good. But, you know, you're a Woody local. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we already... Wait, hold on. We already covered how we, people can find you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll put that information on also yeah. on the podcast so cool. they could follow you. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, so we've talked about obviously your upcoming events. Is there anything else that you want to kind of speak about in terms of performances or, or music? or? Um, just that I've poured my whole heart and soul <laughs> into this project and um, that I really appreciate all and any support thank you for letting me come and i sent her an email i'm like christine i have a song coming out can i come talk about it on your podcast you know just trying to figure out ways to get the music out there because it's been in my heart for such a long time that it's it's you know the utmost um important thing to me right now yeah yeah, so i just very thankful thankful for the musicians who have spent their time with me, you know, we've kind of come and gone with different players, but it's all been just a learning experience and I'm just excited. I hope that people are ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have a sneak peek uh, of that song yes. on the pod, on the, this episode. The episode. Yep. So for, the, for those of you guys who want to listen, just hold on till the end and you'll get a sneak peek. For Instagram, can we tell them where to find the podcast? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Or I'll let you do it because you're really good at that. Okay, so you can 
You can find our podcast on Instagram or yeah, follow us on Instagram at What's Up Whittier. You can also find us wherever you find podcasts. You can go to our website, what's up slash listen. And there we have links to Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, the Apple Store. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Everywhere you find Everywhere a podcast. Everywhere you find a podcast, it'll be there. All the podcast catching apps. If you were to have a go-to place, uh-huh. uh, whether to grab a drink or a meal, where would you go in Whittier? Where's Where, your go-to? My go-to? And I mean, your studio is right on Greenlee. Okay, so. so I have a crazy addiction for La Monarca. No way. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, I love their their little sandwiches and coffees. I also like JC's Kitchen. Oh, nice. Mm, they make fantastic. amazing potato tacos. Shout out to JC's. They're good homies. Um, and the new vegan spot. Well, I don't know how new it is, but. Um, Which one? Veggie? Masa. Masa taco? Oh, Masa taco. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're a little over a year old, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So it's a good range. Yeah. Yeah. How about um, if, if there was something missing in Whittier? Like something you say, man, I, I, I wish it was here so I don't have to travel too far to, you know, somewhere else. Oh, gosh. That's funny because Whittier's really been growing. Mm-hmm. I always say it'd be cool to have a nightclub here that hires bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that really will pay the bands, hire them and pay them. I think that'd be awesome. Some kind of concert venue. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense because, um, you know, you and I were talking before the, the podcast started. Um, there's there's a lot of artists here in Whittier. Tons. And uh, it's almost an underground underground community yeah. that you don't hear about. You don't hear about. Uh, we did Chick- Cheeky Few. Um, oh, yeah, the Cheeky Few. Yeah, we... Like over a year, a little over a year ago, maybe. Yeah, they're a local Whittier band too, mm. and I had never heard of them until we interviewed them. Interesting. Um, and then now it's like you see their name everywhere. They play at the Commoner, a local fixture, Nat, yeah. um, Nat Pickering. He yeah. plays like during the art stroll yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. And again, you talk about having all those bands in one place. Like, why not put a venue together? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, Remo, if you're listening, uh, take out your, your investment dollars and build a venue you know what i always we we took a, a, a couple really cool photos back in like september in front of the old whittier ice cream shop oh right down by there the park hadley yeah and i don't know what the building is used for anymore but I, every time i drive by it i'm like dude yeah, that yeah. looks like such a dope place to have a a concert venue that's you right know? that's right yeah. amazing well, there you go, City yeah. of Whittier. You heard it first. There you or go. Or second or third or I don't know how many. Times. I don't know. How many of you <laughs> Whittier City staff listen to our podcast? Everybody. Everyone Perfect. should. Well, great. So now I hope the Whittier City, um, you know, may put forward a recommendation to go. allow live performances That's right. on That's Hadley. Right. Why not? Yeah. Christine, um, what's the last one? Okay. So, yeah. So Whittier local question. It's kind mm-hmm. of my favorite question. Is there anything from Whittier's past that you miss and you wish could bring back or, you know? For other people to, you know, have here in Whittier. Um, uh, gosh, I'm, yeah, there's things. Yeah, I just remember the old um, Whitwood Mall. It was enclosed, yeah. and they had like a really cool arcade there. Mm, yes, they mm-hmm. did. They had a movie theater over there. That's right. That was neat. 
I, that's where I saw the Star the, Wars. The town center's great, though. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think I'd switch it back. There's I think there should still there. be a movie. I think they should put in a movie theater at the Whitwood. At the Whitwood. Yeah. Yeah. It's big enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. like, those big box stores are going to go out of business. Anyway, City of Whittier stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. You heard, you heard it again. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's, it's needed. It's needed. Um, well, with that said, again, thank you for coming on. And, uh, again, we'll, we'll uh, put your information on our, our site so they could follow you. Awesome. Um, we'll we'll uh, put the music, your, your kind of teaser, mm-hmm. uh, so people can listen to it. And, uh, again, we encourage everybody to go out and listen. Again, can you mention the band name and then, um, again, your social media? Yes. So the, the name of the band is Scarlet and the Fever. Scarlet with two Ts, the word and, the word the, fever. And you can find us at Instagram, Scarlet and the Fever. Facebook, Scarlet and the Fever Music. We have our website, www.scarletandthefever.com. We have a YouTube account, Scarlet and the Fever. So just type that in and will pop up not actual scarlet fever because that's not good i know actually <laughs> that's what somebody asked on there like scarlet fever <laughs> what, what, what is it uh, i guess the oh the origin of your name oh well okay well, first we have scarlet with two t's scarlet o'hara right yeah. my, my, my name is scarlet my mom named me scarlet after gone with the wind and then um fever kind of because it's uh it's just hot. I don't know. It just kind of came to me one day. Do you like singing the song Fever? You're giving me fever. You know what? We are actually working on a dubbed out version of ah. that song. Yeah, we're going to add it to our set. We've tried it a couple different ways, but yeah, it's time to bring it back. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's just flashy. Every, every time I tell people that's the name of the band, they, they light up. Man, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's catchy. Kind of a play on words. My boyfriend likes to say Scarlet and the Ebola, Scarlet and the E. coli. He likes <laughs> and to, the plague. Yeah, he likes to tease me. So, yeah. okay, whatever. But, um, yeah, it's hot. It's, it's, fevers are. Love it. I got moving. I got awesome. Scarlet and the fever, awesome. you know? <laughs> All righty. Well, guess everybody, listeners, thank you so much for downloading the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. And, uh, you know, check out Scarlet's new album. Enjoy this teaser and download her album when it comes out. Thank you. See you later, Whittier.
building was built in 1890. Wow. Yeah. It's been quiet lately, but when I first came in, there was all kinds of Ugh. things. All kinds of <laughs> things I go bump in the night. And all kinds of things. I literally was asleep one time. Fast asleep. I was alone in my studio. And the way it is, it's kind of like this is like would be the control room. And then there's a bigger room where, you know, everyone keeps their instruments. Mm-hmm. And I'm sleeping. And something woke me up. I don't know what. And then all of a sudden I hear, you know, a snare drum. I hear someone go Pat! on the mm-hmm. snare drum oh. with the drumstick. And I'm sitting there like. No, that definitely sounded like somebody banged the drum. There's nobody here. Uh, I think I just yelled something like, stop playing the drums, I'm sleeping. And then it was quiet. And you were by yourself? I or? Was by myself. See, that's the worst. There like was nobody you're... there. And yeah. it was pitch silence. And then all of a sudden you just hear, you know. Like, oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I got but chills. Nothing recently, right? <laughs> nothing recently. Okay, no. that's good. That's good. No, it's been quiet. 